to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. Welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, part three of our favourites of the year. And I suspect there's less alcohol being drunk before recording this one compared to the previous two. Ah, judging by some, the bottom end of uh, least professional independent music podcast of the last 13 years, I'm still putting that in the top 50%. Absolutely. Because all of the first 100 are the bottom percent. There was that one where we recorded it in a hotel room in Birmingham and drank a whole litre of rum um, whilst doing it. Yeah, I don't remember much. <laughs> Yeah, at Supersonic, we're probably I think it was a Supersonic Festival it special. Was. It's probably quite easy to find. Yes, uh, yeah, it'll be there somewhere if you really enjoyed the first two favourites of the year. Uh, but this week we are going to be focusing on the favourites of our patrons, the lovely patrons who have kept this podcast going for so long. Every week they have been voting on their favourite tracks of the episode, and yes, we have got a selection of them for you, starting with the marimba-heavy music of Son Romper Pera. They are a Mexican five-piece, which, yeah, marimba is a warmer, deeper wooden xylophone. And the second time on the favourites of this year that a wooden xylophone-like instrument... Sound of the future, Gareth. The sound of 2023 (laughs) uh, is that... We played uh, Trucha, the track that's just been played, um, which was a single out in March, then was uh, put on the album Chimparazzo, which also came out in March on Aya Records out of Buenos Aires. And yes, it says in my notes here, apparently it's a song about aliens. Um, Could play it with Chupami or Dedo. Yeah, well, that's so it. They've well, probably got a song about aliens somewhere in there. Well, interestingly enough that you've said this, uh, it's produced by Mario Galliano of On the Tropica and Los Piranhas. Oh, you can hear it. Exactly, it's definitely in that. <laughs> the album is good, but that's the banger. That's the song. That's the one. Nice. As you know, as most well, most listeners know, this is going to be the last independent music podcast for the foreseeable future. So you're not going to hear the sounds of mine and Gareth's uh, sultry tones uh, every week for a good while. So I just want to say thank you for listening. You know, thank you for your support, patrons, and thank you, State Fifty One, for your sponsorship. Over the last few years, go and check out State 51. They are great music people. And um, if you miss us, well, this is episode what, guys? 439? 439. So just get back to the start 
and go through it again. And after you've done that a couple of times over, then complain at us about some new ones and then we'll think about it again. Exactly. Yes. The, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair enough. Uh, submissions at independentmusicpodcast.net, which I think is the only time I've ever said the way yeah, of submitting it was, music to It was very to funny us. in like our sort of we're closing thing. There was like 50 messages from people saying, you know, oh, I love you guys. What a great podcast. And there was one message from how do I submit to the podcast, which was extremely funny. Absolutely beautiful. So on for the first one of the songs that I played in the podcast, as chosen by the patrons this is not the same track that i played on but this is my favorite song from mc yalla's uh, record of this year yalla babe and this is tulu makintu Yeah, like quite some of the tracks on that record, Yalla Babe, have sort of like a slightly humorous element, like Mini Boss and Yalla Babe with the track. But that is just dark. I don't know what she's singing about, but that is dark grime. <laughs> as far as it's like heavy, dubby, dark grime. MC Yalla, a Kenyan-born, Ugandan-based MC, released on Hakuna Kalala Records, out of Kampala. Tuli Mukintu. I should have maybe um, done the Google Translate uh, corner there, but I haven't, so we're just going to roll with it. No, I'm not sure if uh, Google Translate would actually even help you with it. But um, yeah, it, she's fantastic. This is a record that has been on my decks a lot this year. Yeah, just been absolutely rinsing it uh, at work, which has been uh, the fun part of my work this year, I would say. Uh, <laughs> MCL, the only good bit about the job. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, and like I'd say, well, like, well, the worst things that's happened this year was the um, MCL not being able to come over here, which was, you know, yeah, Faithful still trying 20. to reschedule, unfortunately. I'm hoping it's going to be September, but not before then. So, oh, Obviously not September this year, because given we're into December, but yeah, September. Definitely not September this no. year. That's when it was supposed to be. Oh, was it? Oh, it feels like so much longer ago. <laughs> so this last half of the year has just been... Yeah. I've just come back from France and then a show last night at Transmusic House, and I'm feeling half-dazed, and Gareth is feeling half-dazed. Might, might not be top, top-tier podcast here, but we'll see. The music, luckily, is going to carry us. I mean, I am going to take a photo of Anthony whilst recording because he's just like looking so loungy with a huge glass of red wine and a Christmas jumper on. 
<laughs> we are after this we're going to eat some food and watch Muppets Christmas Carol which is one of the best musicals of all time I was actually working last night and I was walking home late at night as listening to the soundtrack of Muppets Christmas Carol there are some proper bangers on it absolute favourites it is the definitive Christmas Carol as far as I'm concerned oh absolutely I think it actually has the most amount of actual Dickens in it and it actually has Charles Dickens in there as a character anyway but we are going well off topic I'm going to play some music also from March actually VHS Death and her record uh, Burning Times this was a fantastic record um, when it came, well it's still a fantastic record but uh, we played Corrupted Geisha which came out on Cool Nature last year didn't make the favourites of the year this one did I think it's better out on her own whipped bound records Deep Dungeon Party Music, Let's A Go, is what I wrote. Uh, this is VHS Death. It's called Flagellation.
so fun, isn't it? VHS Death, the track is called Flagellation. It's taken from her record Burning Times, came out in March. It's the project of uh, Natalie Wardle. Uh, she's uh, also of uh, industrial art punk band returning videotapes and had quite a few records of her own. Yeah, so this one, obviously, Corrupted Geisha last year was the one that came out on Cruel Nature, which uh, was the first thing I'd heard of hers. And uh, La Llorona as well, Love and All the Hate, came out on Cruel Nature as well in 2020. She did play at Cafe Otto earlier this year and I sadly missed it. Um, Supporting someone quite random, wasn't it? Digit, I seem to recall. Yeah, like yeah. sort of much more laid back than her. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah would uh, no doubt an absolutely great gig. Hopefully see her uh, in the new year and hopefully, yes, more music coming. But yeah, Whipbound Records is her own label. Uh, go check that out on Bandcamp. Next one for me is a duo called Hydra Medusa. And I will admit, I played this on the podcast, obviously, back in April or April's when it came out. So in March or April, then it was chosen as the one of the favorite songs of the week by the patrons. And then when Gareth sent me the list, I was just like, who's that? <laughs> and I was just like, Hydra what? I've got one later that I am going to admit right here and now. I had no idea what it was. <laughs> I didn't recognize the name, the track. Yeah. And then when I played the record, I didn't recognize the music either. Yes. But. So then, so I listened to the record again. And I was like, wow, this album's amazing. And I was like, wow, Anthony, uh, nine months ago, that guy, that guy really knew what he was doing. I bought myself a copy and it arrived at home <laughs> while I was in France. And I've been listening to it quite a lot. So um, yeah, thanks, Anthony, for the recommendation from the past. <laughs> so I just you say a duo from the UK, Jessica Bailiff and Annalise Montserrat. They released this record on Trome Records, uh, came out in April, as I mentioned. And um, it is 100% my kind of thing. And uh, clearly, patrons and listeners things as well. So I'm going to play you a different track that we play. I think we played Little uh, little One on the podcast before. I'm going to play you the open here called You're Not Here.
there we go witchy droney wicker man stone circle sort of music that's how i hear it anyway and that's definitely you know a bit of a trend you know this year you know the stone club is really popular and weird walks and stuff like that you know so uh, i think that that's music that is a definitely a strong part of 2023 and i just think that record is absolutely brilliant and the hydro medusa is a small class of predatory animals in the water who float around a bit like a weird jellyfish eating things Interesting. Actually, interestingly enough, I uh, an album recommendation for you, dear listener, is um, A Web of Braided Willow, which is a compilation that came out on Folklore Tapes in the latter half of the year in October, very much in the same wheelhouse as that. It, it describes itself as the folklore of the Wicker Man, which obviously had its um, anniversary this year. And so, yeah, it was a, it's lots of music that is inspired by the Wicker Man. I was having some arguments with some people online about the Wicker Man this week. Oh, well, let's rehash it. Okay. I really like the Wicker Man. I think it's a great film. The Nicolas Cage version, obviously. No, obviously no. But I like Hammer films. You know, I like 1960s Christopher Lee chewing up the stage and gratuitous boobs yeah. for, for no reason. Like, I watch those films for fun. Yeah. The Wicker Man is not a masterpiece. No way. Like, it is an entertaining pulp film of its time. Okay. My and the people are like, no, it's a masterpiece. It's it's not. It's fun, you know. It's good. The, the best thing about the Wicker Man, hands down, is the music, <laughs> which is good because this is a music podcast. Absolutely, hands down, my favorite. Film I also soundtrack. like the ending as well. You know, like that ending, like punches real hard. Oh yeah, I think maybe that ending sort of like elevates it slightly. I think. Well, I think the ending of the Wicker Man is the thing that makes the Wicker Man. Like yeah, that's yeah. what makes the film. Like no spoilers here for this film has been been <laughs> <laughs> about for sixty years. You know, that is what makes the Wicker Man. I would say in terms of a cinematic uh, piece, and yeah, I think the music is by the chap magnet and the guy's name who i've now forgotten but but yeah the music in that like corn rigs the opening track in the film that is just beautiful beautiful (laughs) music and so yeah it's really nice that that sort of sound is having a bit of a revival as you say sure was the sort of experiment it was a moundabout that you played last week wasn't it also your favorites of the year so yeah in that sort of space Shall I play something completely different? Yeah. Okay, so uh, we've already talked about the visa denials, and so it makes uh, it makes sense to then play Niloxica's uh, wonderful record, Source of Denial, which is uh, they love their play on words, yeah. for sure, but like a, a phenomenal band um, out of yeah, a mix of uh, Uganda and the UK. Um, Source of Denial released on Cram Discs earlier this year. Phenomenal band, um, yeah, include uh, members of the Burgundian Drumming Ensemble, also Spooky J and PQ from uh, Spooky Shit. And yes, hello. I was just as like, the one line description Bugandan drums meets UK bass. There you it's go. like that's that, exactly F- phenomenal live. Another band I was sad to miss uh, live this year as well, but they did actually play in the UK. It's been a rough year. But yes, I'm going to play this one. Uh, favorite of the patrons, favorite of mine. It's another record that's been getting a lot of play in this household. This is Nyloxka. Track is called Could Distro. <laughs>
There you have it. Nyloxka Kadistro is the name of the track. It's the opening track from their fantastic second uh, LP, Source of Denial, out on crammed discs. Yeah, their first album was fantastic. The second one, I think, is vastly superior. Um, their first EP, also fantastic, uh, came out on Nege Nege oh, way back in 2018, which was the year that I went there. And it is wonderful. You may have noticed a lack of Hakuna Kalala and Nege Nege affiliated artists on the favourites of the year. That's because we knew they were all favourites of the patrons as well. So no matter how much I bang on about it, uh, it's good that the patrons like it as well. It's not just me shouting about something that I personally love. Actually, funnily enough, Spooky Jay also won the patron vote for his track um, Doom Whistle from his record Master Flight, which came out on Spooky Shit this year as well. So... Good year for the Nylox. A lot, lot of love for that crew. Absolutely. And yeah, really looking forward to uh, special spooky shit. Always have good stuff coming out. Uh, always fun to listen to what they've got. So yeah, really looking forward to seeing um, and hearing, I should say, what they've got next year as well. This next one for me is a real sort of surprise release for this year. I know that... Uh... I remember when it won the patron vote, it was an amazing tune. It's from Arnold Dreyblatt's Resolve record. He's an American uh, composer, been going since the 80s, like that New York crew, released on Drag City Records, and we played Flight Path, which is a great seven-minute sort of Krautrock exploration, for lack of a better word. And uh, and it's it, there's only two tracks on the Bandcamp, and it's not a record I've spent that much time with uh, since. But as I said, the... The ones that I played are my favourites of the year, all records that I spent a lot of time with. And these are just the ones that have been voted for by the patrons. And it was nice to be reminded of this record because that track, Flight Path, was absolutely brilliant. So I'm going to play you the other one that's up on the Bandcamp. This is Arnold Dreyblatt's Shuffle Effect.
There we go. How good is that? So happy I revisited that. So thank you, patrons, for giving that the great vote. That is um, Arnold Dre Black's Shuffle Effect from his album uh, Resolve that came out on Drag City Records in August. I'm going to buy myself a copy, 100%. Yeah, really, really quite hypnotic. You could have at least stretched that out to a good 15 minutes, I think. In a... Well, the, the last track on the record is 17 minutes long, so I think it's more of the same, but three times as long. That'll do. It's just, <laughs> just the same track again, just uh, tripled up. Yeah, no, really beautiful. I have absolutely zero memory of that. Uh, Drag City, they've had a lot of appearances on this year's podcast. South Norwood label? Uh, well, it's, it's a U, US slash South Norwood, yes. Uh, <laughs> Fred, who is the, uh, um, I don't know what his exact position is, managing director of Drag City UK. Runs the UK yeah, office, yeah, exactly. exactly. He's a, a cheese shop customer. See him around, uh, out and about, lives a few streets away in uh, South Norwood, the Mecca of the experimental independent Echo music scene. Music and cheese. That's it. So just need some gig venues. Maybe that's what I'll do with my time. Anyway. I'm uh, ready. Another uh, record. Really, it's interesting. Obviously, me and Anthony put, do this podcast and for ourselves in terms of like putting the music out that we love. And we don't really consider what listeners like <laughs> at all. Uh, it's just uh, what we're finding really interesting and hope that has some synergy with the uh, people who want to listen. And so I put on some music that, from artists that I really, really like and uh, don't necessarily expect anyone else to like it. One of those artists is Nana Fo, or Nana Fo, who I called Seven Fo until it was very specifically sp stated in this press release that how you pronounce Seven it. Seven is Nana. Exactly. A Japanese producer. Lots of like Ilbian sort of dub music, had some stuff on uh, Boca versions and uh, other labels like that. I wrote down here that it's surf, synth, acid, dancehall, rock. That is a pretty great description of this. It's just uh, from a single, Nanafo, this is called Healing Sword.
the wonderful sounds of Nana F.O. there. It's quite a lot more reggae than I remembered that one. Yeah, really, yeah. Really it's, dubby. It's got a bit of steppers sort of going on as well. Like It's just, yeah, it's got a real good chugger underneath it. Uh, which is, uh, yeah, very enjoyable indeed, yeah. So track is called Healing Sword, uh, taken just from their single on M Records out of Osaka in Japan. M Records is one of those ones that well, came to my attention years ago for, through mostly reissues of sort of uh, interesting, rare uh, Japanese music, but has slowly but surely sort of doing a lot more um, contemporary labels stuff. That I, th I think of as like being a massive label with like 20 employees or something, but I have literally no idea. Almost certainly <laughs> just one dude yeah. um, <laughs> doing it. But yeah, most recently uh, released the uh, Nitsuki record, which we played on the podcast, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, certainly up there in my faves of the year as well and you know it can, we can't talk about m records without mentioning jew either that's uh, so jew 4e which is yeah just excellent thai hip-hop which is uh yes one that anthony played when uh doing whack whack kingdom uh in it, the middle there it's a man with some of the widest gap between his best songs and his worst songs in the entirety of music i mean i don't think gap states it enough i think it's like chasm, chasm. It's like yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the greatest chasm it's like you know this is a yeah there's a ratio of one to a number i can't even comprehend because it's got so many zeros <laughs> next one for me is a, a track that i played on the podcast earlier in the year on accidental records by matthew herbert it was here in the summer in well spring in may but it's definitely a record that i associate a lot more because i played the track this track on the podcast actually and i was like that's really good and then gareth is like i absolutely love it bought the record went to the show been listening to it a lot it is matthew herbert's the horse it's a record that he did essentially using a horse's skeleton for sort of percussion and triggers and you want to add a bit more to like how the show was it was good <laughs> thank you and, uh, i'll talk about it afterwards but no the, it was yeah the um it was at the barbican they had um the horse skeleton on the stage was sort of deconstructed. Lots of noises being made, but exactly as you say. So sort of roaming around in the bones for like some sounds and also literally playing some of the bones for other ones. But uh, yeah, I'll talk a little bit more about it after this track. This was the track that was the culmination of the show, I would say, is absolutely banging. Yeah, exactly. This 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 record is not bangers, but this song definitely is. We often on our favourites play a different song than we played on the pod, but we're playing the same one here for people who might not remember it or perhaps didn't listen to the other pod. This is Matthew Herbert's The Horse Had a Voice featuring uh, British... Not a trombone. He's a tuba. Tuba, that's what I'm looking for. Tuba player. But he is not a tuba. Yeah, he plays a tuba. <laughs> British tuba player, Theon Cross.
Oh, it's so good. Absolute bangers. Uh, Fionn Cross uh, couldn't have known that the key to the best tune I've heard from him in a while was going to be a horse's skeleton. Who can tell how these things go? Matthew Herbert's The Horse Has a Voice on Accidental Records from his album The Horse. Yeah, and the the live show was a performance of the record. It is towards the end of it. And it's just, if you've listened to the record, it is this slow, beautiful, intricate, um, percussive music all the way through. And it sort of just builds into this almighty crescendo. What actually happened was they, they had a tarpaulin on the, or something along those lines on the stage, which had all the bones on there. And then sort of moving it around a bit. And then for that song, uh, it's all raised up with the horse's skull as well and it was sort of like this big sort of monster horse alive figure that then sort of stalked through the crowd as oh, well really? sort of through the audience it oh, was yeah. a very fun I didn't thing see to watch. Right, I see. it's a very fun thing to watch on cross leading a procession of a horse's skull <laughs> yeah he was uh just like jumping up and down trumpeting <laughs> on his tuba on the stage uh, while that was happening but it was it was a phenomenal show not made great photos from it because it was extremely dark and so not much lighting at all it was really as sort of as intimate as you can get in a really big room i would say it was yeah an absolutely fabulous show and i'm very happy that i made it i played that one so it's you up <laughs> ah okay so, so i'm going to so i mentioned that there's a uh, there's a track an artist uh sarah das Maquinas, and i was like I don't recognise what this one. I is. remember this artwork. Though, clear uh, as day, we used the artwork. For it's a exactly of the same. It's great. Exactly the same. Remember the artwork. And uh, yeah, it was. It's the artist uh, from uh, Belo Horizonte. Yeah, which is uh, in Rio de Janeiro, it's in that sort of part of uh, the state. And yeah, absolutely beautiful music. That sort of acidy, sort of uh, quite complex electronic music. It came out on. Tropical Twister Records. Terre um, Ao is the name of the record. It's a pay what you want download. And this track, it's called Antayo o Aqui Now Edito Setao. Nailed it. Oh, my God. 
a record that sounds absolutely nothing like what the record cover sounds like. <laughs> absolutely not. It is a, a wonderful thing as well. Sarah das Maquinhas and Tao Oaki now Edito Setao is the name of the track from Terra O and Nablina. Yeah, pay what you want, download on Tropical Twister Records. And yeah, and it's, it says here that inspired by the rural imagery of Minas uh, Gerais, a Brazilian state, the EP is an attempt to musically reconstruct the producer's childhood memories lived in the Zona de Mata of Minas Gerais. Uh, the release is marked by a wish to build a living image of the Minas Gerais rural landscape from an essentially Brazilian and electronic music vocabulary. A pulsating musical countryside portrayed with analog synthesizers and regional percussion instruments, mixing influences from local literature, acid house, and capira music against antagonistic sublimations brought over in caravals. Ah, well, if it wouldn't be apt to nearly close the podcast with some press release gubbins. Exactly right. Um, <laughs> or to say, oh, I love the contemporary electronic production and traditional instrumentation. They've got to squeeze that in for one as well, 439 episodes in. All right, dear listeners. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for spending so much time with us. It's been a joy to um, bring you all this music. Yeah, 5,300 artists and record labels we've played on this podcast, which are the unique ones that we've played on this podcast, which is just an extraordinary number, really, when you think about it. Exactly. And um, I don't know, who knows what the future holds, but I'm hoping that we're still going to stay in touch with you on a sort of irregular basis. Yes. So like uh, play a few favourites here and there. We'll see. Yes, we'll put a link into the Discord in the uh, show notes for this and uh, so that people can access the Discord and uh, maybe chat and have some music recommendations there and sort of maybe create a bit more of a community. Oh, to invite like non-patrons over there. Yeah, Absolutely. that's a good idea. Everyone comes in. And we're going to do a live show on the 29th of December where we're going to do our last parts of our favourite tracks of the year where we play videos from all the songs like all our live shows that we do. This has traditionally been patron only, but uh, this is going to be open to everyone, non-ticketed, for free, to come spend some time with us so that's eight o'clock is it uh, yes eight o'clock uk time on the 29th of december and the link to that will also be in the show notes all right thank you again dear listeners gonna leave you with teeth of the sea a band that we've played many times on the podcast before on rocket recordings a label who we have played the most the most out played. of any other ones nearly all by me <laughs> um we played a different track from the teeth of the sea album when it came out the first single i forget the name but butterfly house the second single is definitely the sort of pop banger from the record unlike anything else uh, teeth of the sea have done before featuring kath gifford on vocals who's a wonderful london musician who's a regular at my shows and uh, yep this is a great track it's from their album hive and this is Butterfly House, and we will, I don't know, we'll see you when we see you. Uh, on the 29th. <laughs>